talk about everything mythical monstrous murder and everything cult related oh i love cults who doesn't love a good cult and the occult the occult who could forget today we're going to talk about vampires 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 are my most favorite thing would you say vampires are your favorite thing Favorite mythical thing? Yeah, why? I mean, you know I love vampires. Yes, you are. You have mentioned that you're a slight fan. Just a few times. Just a few times. And I think if people don't get the homage of my name, Connie Baffery. There's that boy. If people don't get that, they're fucking idiots. The most famous. Supposedly, serial killer. Who, Allegedly. Yeah. Who bathed in the blood of 500 virgins. How did she get 500 virgins? So, it was over a period of time. So, basically, one day the story goes that a milkmaid cut herself or something on her, and her blood spilt on her hand, and she noticed the spot where the blood went. It rejuvenated. Oh. Fun fact, though. People get vampire facials now, though. Really? You know what a vampire facial is? No. They basically have, like, thousands of needles that prick their face in places that make it bleed. And then they take some of your blood. Centrifuge the plasma out, and then stick it all over the face. And when it heals, the blood has healed, like, made their skin look tighter and more youthful. Because the plasma from it. Buzz? Buzz? I would not have that done. I would. I'm gonna age gracefully. Gracefully or disgracefully? Oh, well, well. <laughs> if you live any longer. If I live longer than 27. <laughs> and I think one of my earliest exposures to vampires was the count. Oof. I'd let him count me any day. One prostitute. To... Ah, ah, ah. Two prostitutes. Put... Ah, ah, ah. I'd love to put my hand up his mother hole. You've already been there, done that. That's why you call him Uncle Count now. Uncle Count. Because <laughs> you have no daddy. Even though I can't count past five. Did the Count ever count past five? No. Because he's too polite. So, I just love vampires. I just love the idea of someone coming and sucking my blood, and I get to live forever, and I don't have to go out in the sun again. Given how this year is going, do you want to live forever? I mean, I'm not going to die of coronavirus. Unless coronavirus is a blood thing. No, it's a virus. Is it a blood thing? It's a pneumonia. I don't know what that means. It's part of the SARS family of viruses. I don't know what SARS is. Clearly, I live through all of them. Okay, I'm just, I'll educate you later okay. off camera. She's uneducated. No, we're going to talk about vampires. Vampires have been around forever. I thought you would insult me then. Just like... <laughs> I didn't need to, you did it yourself. Fuck you. You wish. Mm, no. <laughs> Too hairy. How old are vampires? A vampire, blood-sucking demon, have been around for a while. They're not just a recent thing. From ancient Babylonia, Mesopotamia, the Aztecs, 
Dreamtime Australia has its own version of the vampire. Sorry, Twilight fans. You could also have one of these creatures living in your own home. If you're a leader or breeder, you potentially have one of these living in your land home. That's kind of offensive. Uh, a child is a blood-sucking child. I mean, eventually, at one point, they were. We all were once. I hatched. Yeah. I was still a child. I mean, the yolk is basically the blood substance of life. Ew. And then it, they eat the egg white that's around them. So the chick is the yellow part, the white part is what it eats to live. Have you ever seen a chick born with an egg white still around it? No. I've never seen a chick born. Anyway, <laughs> back to the vampires. Are there any more um closer to home branches of vampire? Depends on where you call home, sister. Well, here in... Australia. I learnt about this in primary school. The uneducated one's going to learn about it now. I've never heard of it. Please, <laughs> so, elaborate. Patronising whore. Here in Australia, there is a vampire legend that extends back to the dream time, which was the Yarame Yahu. I apologise if I have said that wrong. So, have you heard of it before? I can safely say that I have not. I remember learning about it, but I couldn't remember what the name was. In primary school, and it haunted me for a long time because <laughs> I had a teddy frog that was red in color. It's a little frog man, so creepy to begin with. Yeah, with a big head, oh, like a bobble head, like a Funko. Yeah, okay, with sharp pointy teeth. Ugh. Okay, and it would climb up to the top of the tree, mainly fig trees. Yep, which there's a lot of those <laughs> around here. Yes. And it would wait for someone. This is during the daytime, not at night. During the oh, daytime. Oh, so they're day-crawly things. Yes, they're day-walkers. Oh, no. Okay. And when someone went to sleep underneath the tree, because it was shady, underneath the hot Australian sun, it would drop down and suck the blood out of you with its finger suckers and toe suckers. Just wrap around like a giant hug. Yep. A hug with a suck. So is... That's how you grind a night's end, I know. So is that where the myth of the drop bear came from? Most likely. Probably. The drop bear was a drop frog. <laughs> and that's why children need therapy these days. The 90s was a scary time. Learning about that in primary school? Yes. No. I'd rather not. Aww. Poor baby. Oh. Well, you know, around the Philippines and Southeast Asia, they have the Ashwang. The Ashwang? So basically, the aswang or ashwang, it depends on the way that it's written from what my research showed, is basically a group of little blood-sucking demons, or life-force-sucking demons, or just little creepy demons, that would actually feast on people, scurry around at night, and eat things. Interestingly enough, they actually bring it up in, you know, the TV show Grimm? I don't think you've ever actually watched it. I think I've watched the first two episodes. This fucker hasn't watched that. So it's an awesome show if you like anything mythological, because they actually delve into a lot of the stuff from around the world and put an interesting twist, except for the last season, which was pretty predictable and it kind of pissed me off. Thank you, writers. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, writers. The Ashwang basically would suck the blood and life force out of someone. So in the TV show, there was one where the mother Ashwang was sucking life force out of the son's human, white, baby's amniotic fluid so that she could survive. Now, I looked into that, and that's actually a form of aswang, which actually they felt that occurred. And I think it's kind of sad that they had to come up with a demon to create miscarriages and stillborns to have a way of explaining them so that someone wouldn't be punished. And it happens a lot in history when you look at a lot of whitewashing and manwashing over a lot of things. Yes. Yeah, see, they, they, it makes you think about what people do and don't fear, and what isn't, isn't true, because for all, anyone could know, I could say that avocados are evil demons, and bring bad fortune. I mean, I hate avocados, so I don't want to argue with avocados that. Avocados taste like sand. Exactly. 
Well, avocado means testicle tree. It's not that. Ah. But you like testicles. But not on a tree. I mean... Below the tree. I mean, testicles generally hang below the tree trunk. Well, that's what I mean. But remember the the cannibal women of the avocado jungle? The worst horror movie, B-grade piece of shit I have ever seen in my life. I swear that we went into some form of time loop. We felt like we were sitting there for hours and hours and that had only been an hour and a half. <laughs> and the worst part was, even Elvira shut up halfway through it. Elvira, there's a topic. Is she not a vampire? She's vampire inspired. But she took over the job of Vampira. Because Vampira was getting too old. So that's just her? Yes, but she's a witch. Mm-hmm. Elvira is a witch. Have you never watched the Elvira movie? I have, but not since I was like a child. And so true. I need to have a movie night with you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what? I'm not so true. I don't have a sister on my left. What? <laughs> <laughs> on my bottom. I don't have a sister on my bottom. Soju. Oh, Soju. I thought you meant Jew as in J-E-W. No, we're not allowed to say that. I told you so. <laughs> I'm a Jew, so I can say it. You can't. And I'm a Gentile. Because I think that's me. You're a yuck. What's a yuck? A fool. Uh, no. Oh, wait. What is that from? Yucks. The yucks with the horse. Hades says it. Yes, because Hades is a Jew. You're a yuck. Yucks, I'm stupid. Yes. See, she's learning some Yiddish. <laughs> Speaking of Hebrew, they feel there's lots of references to Lalitu, which Lalitu. is kind of like the predecessor of Lilith. You know who Lilith is? Yes. I know who Lilith is. Who is Lilith? My wife in hell, Lucy Fur. What else about Lilith? Oh, what do you want to know? Go on. Elaborate on Lilith. Lilith was the wife of Satan. Or Lucifer, sorry. Um, she... That's all you know, isn't it? No. I know. This has come from nowhere. We're talking about vampires, not all. But Lilith has stuff to do with vampires and witches and all I that. I didn't know that. I knew witches, but I didn't know. Vampires. So her children were the first kind of succubus. Oh. And they fed on the unborn. Yes, yeah. So Lilith led to abortions and miscarriages. You're welcome, biblical women. Biblical. So, but when we start seeing what vampires are, like what we know as vampires, mainly starts more around the middle, around the Middle Ages, medieval times. But before that, there were so many different variants of creatures, spirits, demons, gods, demigods that would take away the life force, whether it be psychically, spiritually. Or through the blood, or yeah. other body, or body fluids, because there are vampires that just take other body fluids, not just blood. That's interesting. They would take the humors and things like that from people. And the humors, remember, in the Middle Ages, like the body was divided into the different aspects and elements, yes. and there was a hu- each humor had a different yeah. relation. So they would take there was. Vampires in the Middle Ages, that would just take one type of humor or another type of humor. But vampires weren't pretty back then. No. Vampires weren't these gorgeous, wonderful creatures. They were more hideous and disgusting. And they looked more like a rutted, bloaty corpse. So what a corpse looks like during decomposition, they were described as that by people who found them. So they would just, like, come out of the ground. Essentially, that was their idea that they were just a reanimated corpse. So, essentially, like, original vampires. Uh, original zombies. Yes. Yeah. But zombies ain't shit. They called them remnants. Rem? 
That's what they called them originally. And they were very, very... The myths and stories on them were really common in continental Europe. So, these bloody corpses would be thought to bring disease, famine, anything that could go wrong in town. Don't blame on a vampire. So, should we just start blaming vampires for this year? It's plausible. I'd rather blame vampires than comprehend. Than a man who ate a bat. Yeah. Vampire. Mans and bats. Batman's a vampire? Yeah. I mean, he doesn't die. He doesn't. That explains the bat nipples. Yes. <gasps> yes. The bat nipples were vampire nipples. Yes. I would never have thought of that before. Wait, does that mean Alfred is a vampire too? Or is he more the Renfield? Probably the Renfield. Well, these diseased bloated corpses, which a bloated corpse would carry some form of bacteria, which in the wrong context, in the wrong environment, can be quite harmful. Don't lick a dead body. Common sense. It was one time. (laughs) One time? Maybe twice. But that was it. I learned my lesson the second time. Don't ask. But we didn't see a rise in the vampire until 18th century. Okay. And they had what they called the vampire pandemic. So the vampire pandemic saw an increase in vampire sightings, deviant burials, and just lots of speculation and false accusations against people and desecration of corpses. They had what they keep finding at burial sites now, but they're called deviant burials. Okay. So basically, when you bury someone, it's normally in a box, in the ground, soil on top. Yes. Well, essentially, a deviant burial is a variant on that. Okay. So it'll be, say, cutting the head off and putting it between the legs. Oh. (laughs) That would be an inconvenient way to wake up. If you woke up. It has happened. And I can tell you it's inconvenient. Um, <laughs> You're with a head between your legs. Yes. I think that's generally a good way to wake up. Not if it's not attached to anything. Well, if you wake up and your own head is in between your legs, I think you have more problems to worry about. Yes. So what else did they do? <laughs> they put iron spikes between in people's joints. So they couldn't move? Couldn't move and kept them trapped to the ground. Oh. And because iron would burn the flesh of evil things. Evil things. Yes. They would scatter seeds or pellets or coins or other things. Why was that? Vampires have old legends of vampires said that they were oh, arithromaniacs. That's the word. Arithromaniacs. They're like arithmetic and insane or obsessed. So they were obsessed with counting things. So, they would sit there and they'd have to count all the seeds. So, that would keep them trapped long enough for people to come along and kill them. Or, into the daylight. Ah, and then they would... No. No. That's just an old myth. Oh. That only came in with the Nosferatu movie. Ah, so what happened if the sun came up? They were just a corpse again. Nighttime magic. Exactly. But these deviant burials became really common, and there's been a couple of cases where they found them in, like, Bulgaria recently, or even in England. Um, I can't think of what the actual burial site is, but it was in a town, I think it was somewhere in Dorset, I could be wrong here, um, where they found a guy was digging in his backyard, and he found what looked like pelvic bones, and they thought, oh, okay, so he kept digging, and it was a town that was synonymous with witch burnings and burials. So they assumed it was one of the town witches. Or the Julius. But when they did an analysis on the bones, it was found to be a 20-year-old male, but from the 80s. Oh. And this was like in 2008. But he was buried in a way with iron pipes through his iron spikes and that through his joints and that. But 
then we had lots of like during that time that's where a lot of the legends of like the apotropic things yeah. came in so that a p o t r p i a c and apotropic yes and these are basically the mythical ways of warding off evil spirits and that so garlic garlic is this also a myth no garlic was used by them but it's more because garlic known as it is now known to be antibacterial it was used to ward off disease even though they didn't know that it cured disease so, so because they were bear vampires were bearers of disease uh, garlic was used to ward off science yeah and so, sunlight killed disease i got you so do you feel like we have a cause for concern with the direction that this year is going, that vampires will rise from the ground. Oh, please let them. I need something positive to come out of this year. Maybe we can find ourselves some men. Some vampire men? Yeah. Come suck my blood. Yeah. I'm willing. I'll let blood. you. Blood. Well, everything has blood in it. Everything has blood in it. <laughs> well... So they used to do all like the garlic, the iron pipes. Now iron is <clears throat> known to ward off witches and fairies, because fairies aren't always good. Fairies are not always good. Mirrors, silver, sunlight, things like that. Okay. Or little, or little blessings and curses that kind of influence people to try and make them feel safe. Hmm. But these original vampires. We're also called remnants. 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 So they were the word vampire wasn't really seen until you got to like more Slavic countries. So yeah. like the Czech Republic, Slovenia, Slovakia, Yugoslavia, places like that where you would have the umpire. Oh. And then in other parts of Europe, so say Russia, you had Strogoi. Okay. And the Strogoi and umpire were basically the same thing, just different variations, different dialects of the same word. Oh. Ep- etymology? Etymology. Etymology. So we got the word vampire. So V A M P Y R E. Okay? And that's by Polidori, mm-hmm. who wrote it in 1819. Same year as Mary Frank. Lynn, whatever her name is. Mary Shelley, who wrote Frankenstein. That's the woman. Yeah. She I... wrote that in 1819 in the same contest that her and Polidori were in. Wow. And I... I think it involved Lord Byron, too. Fun fact. And her husband. Fun fact. She couldn't take credit for writing Frankenstein. Yes, her husband did. Yeah, because she was a woman. Yeah. Which is wrong. Was. Apparently wrong. Idiots. Anyway, so in that story, there's a man called Aubrey who meets Lord Ruthven, or Ruthven, I don't know Ruthven? how. R-U-T-H-V-E-N. Ruthven. I've only ever read it, so. But basically, they travel to Greece, Rome, lots of other places. And along the way, there's like a series of murders and deaths. Yeah. And most of the bodies are drained of blood and things like that. Oh. Yes. And Aubrey doesn't connect any of the dots because he's that person in the horror movie goes, ooh, what's that strange sound? And goes down the stairs. You. Me. I'm that person who wants to investigate. (laughs) So they get attacked by bandits. Yeah. And Rufern gets... What's the word? Mortally wounded. Mortally wounded? Yeah, so he dies. Oh, no. And in his last dying breath, he tells Aubrey, you can tell no hour of my death for a year and a day. And Aubrey goes back to England. When he gets to England, he lives life for a while. Meanwhile, everyone that him and Rufin meets die or suffer or some unfortunate event happens to then his sister starts courting a new man. Yeah. And when he meets the man, it's Rufin. 
Oh. He's not mortally wounded and seems in perfect health, if not better. Oh. So, he eventually courts his sister and gets her hand in marriage. Aubrey tries to write a letter to his sister to stop it, but it gets too late. And his sister's body's found, drained of all her blood, with no sign of Rufus. The end. Gasp. (laughs) Well, what an ending. If you wanted to read it, you don't need to. Hi. High school kids who ever had to read The Vampire by Polidori, which I don't think will be many of you. No one's that old enough. So you mentioned before about pop culture getting its hands on some vampires. Yep. Out of that happening, what have been some of your favourite vampire interpretations? Yeah, favourite interpretations of vampires. Not exactly pop culture, but one of my favourite things of all time is Bram Stoker's Dracula. No surprise. That's that's a classic. It's the classic. I have like 14 different copies of the book just because the cover is just... I love it. Have you ever actually read it? Um, I read the first half of it in high school until my English teacher told me that it is not appropriate content to be reading. And she made me read a picture book in year, year nine. She made us read a picture book. I mean, for you, that sounds appropriate. <laughs> you can't, you won't read unless there's pictures. No, but even this picture book, it was, it wasn't the best picture book. Was it pornography? <laughs> no, that's a picture it was, book. <laughs> I think it was. I can't even remember what it was called, but it was like the rabbit, and it had rabbits with monocles and little wheels on their feet. How I, stoned were you in English? I never <laughs> did drugs in high school. Um. No, so she stopped me from reading Bram Stoker's Dracula. You could have read it in your own time. But I was too busy getting beaten by my dad. <laughs> I mean, he tried to be the homo out of you. He tried. But just like vampires, I just wouldn't die. <laughs> but we digress. We digress. Oh, we sounded fancy then. Digress. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't fancy. No. <laughs> We're complete trash. No, I love Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yep. If you haven't read it, fucking read it. Read it. <laughs> um. <laughs> what about you? Well. Or one of your favourites. See, I went off vampires for a long time because they went so mainstream and they... Like, they killed... (laughs) They killed vampires and werewolves for a lot of people. But, um... I was never into werewolves. No. No. Lycanthropy just never did anything for me. Um, but my favourite interpretations of vampires in the media, I'd have to say, would be the Countess from American Horror Story. I thought Mm. that was done pretty well. With the draining of the bodies and needing to... Copulate in the blood. Yeah. Copulate. Copulate. Look it up in your local dictionary. And my other favourite is a recent one I watched on Netflix from um, the show Love, Death and Robots. I Uh, have never watched that show. Okay, so it's a series where every episode is a different animation style with a different story. Kind of like Black Mirror, but animated. Okay. Um, and there's one episode in particular called The Sucker of Souls, where people... <laughs> they yeah. named an episode after me? Yes. Oh. Uh, people go to what they think is an Aztec temple. I said Aztecs before. Aztec. Um, and blow up into it. A backstory to this temple is that the local villagers will take cats there to reproduce and populate the temple populate the temple with cats or people are going there to fuck no they're taking the cats there to populate it so the temple is populated by cats okay because they believe that the spirit is scared of cats so it's a mummy Mm, no not well we don't know that yet but later in the episode spoilers (laughs) spoiler ahead it's revealed that 
they are dealing with a vampire that is not Aztec, and it is more biblical in the Christianity sense. The the basis revealed. No, the basis revealed, and it looks more like Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah. So this <laughs> this naked being appears and splits a man in half with his fingernails. As a, that would be like your kill move if you're a Mortal Kombat character in drag. Finish him. Like splits this person in half, and the blood splatter on the roof is a crucifix. That'd totally be me because that's kind of turning me on a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, but no, definitely check out Love, Death, and Robots on Netflix. Um, but yeah, I thought that was a really cool interpretation of Vampire. I mean, I love that. Mm. What about I'm, you? There's too many to pick from for me. Pick a top two. A top two? I'll try. I'd say the Blade series. It has to be one of my tops. Yeah. Blade was good. Wesley Snipes. Amazing movie. And it was a vampire movie of a person of colour too. Yes. Which I really love. And like, it's not it's not common, which it should no. be. Like, I don't think until I saw that movie, I never saw a vampire of colour. Really? I don't think I ever no. saw one. No. Just thinking about it now. I, I guess. Yeah, it, and I love the fact that he was a day walker, so he wasn't fully vampire, and he wasn't into his vampirism at the beginning. Yeah. So he was taking the medication, and then by the end, he gets, he stops taking it so that he can kill the other vampires, so that no one else has to have the disease. See, that's cool. I love that. Kind of like throws himself on the blade for humanity. Yeah. Blade. Yeah. And. Okay, there's a Jim Carrey movie. I can't think what it's called now. My brain is that I think it's Love Bites, which is a bad eighties comedy movie. Okay, I've not seen it. And basically, there is the Countess who's lived by taking the blood of virgins. Okay. So, Elizabeth Bathory, basically. Yep, yep, you do. She's still <laughs> your predecessor. Mother dearest. Mother dearest. Anyway, she takes the blood of virgins, and Jim Carrey, I think he was only like 20, in his 20s when this movie came out. It's from like the early 80s. Basically, he's a virgin trying to hook up with his girlfriend. Yes. And he ain't getting none. She said no is no. No is no. Silence is not consent either. Where the fuck did that come from? When is silence consent? No, I just said silence is not consent. Yeah, exactly, but when did you hear that silence is consent? Another Netflix scene, but this was on a kid's show. Okay, you're going to tell me about this later. Because that... I'm disturbed. It's disturbing. Anyway, he ain't getting none. No. But the Countess sniffs him out. And the way that they take the blood from the virgin is by taking it by the vein closest to the reproductive organs. Oh! So she takes it from the inside of his thighs. Oh, I see. And she pops up here and there and just takes his blood and he slowly becomes a vampire. Slowly? Slowly becomes over a few days and she has to do it before, I think it's like Halloween night or something like that. Cliche. Yeah. And they go to like the school prom, ball, formal, whatever. Am I boring you? No, you've just been talking for centuries and centuries and centuries and centuries. Continue. Fuck you, and fuck you. Anyway, they go to the formal, and he basically realises he's becoming a vampire and who's behind it all. His girlfriend figures out who's behind it all by going to a bookstore and asking a person about, where would I find information about female vampires? That's very specific. <laughs> and very conveniently, he goes, oh, yes, this book right here. Oh. Yes. That's very specific. I said it specific. was bad. Anyway, they go to the castle. 
okay. and they run around, run around, run around, and all this shit. He ends up getting, they end up having Nookie in a coffin. Oh no. So that he's not a virgin. And then she becomes this withered old lady. Hey, so because he was no longer a virgin, it took back his virginness? Yes. Oh! (laughs) You better not run out of virgins then. It's 2020. We're good. Okay, yeah, that's true. People aren't getting out getting any. And when they do, they get punched in the face. That's a story for another time. And then I love Lost Boys. Lost Boys is a classic. Love Lost Boys. That was one of my favourite movies of all time. Spoiler alert, I love that the guy who was in the video store. Video stores. A mythical place of us people from the 90s used to go to get movies to watch at home. See, I went to a video store twice when I was a child, and then it was DVD shops after. So I physically got VHSs only a few times. My mother worked at a video store for a while, though. I remember when video stores had beta. What is beta? Exactly. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I'm not that they old. still had beta options available for some, and then it went VHS, and then VHS to DVD, oh. and then video stores don't exist anymore. Were betas like the little VHSs? Kind of. Yeah. They're like smaller and thicker. Yeah, so like the, the slim. The chodes of yeah, the, the video VHSs. world. <laughs> oh dear. And then, yeah. Anyway, Lost Boys, I had it on video and I wore it through. Like, I wore that movie out. I loved it so it much. I didn't movie. get a lot of the sexual innuendo of it as a kid. But now watching it back, I'm just like, ooh, okay, that was a lot of sexual I'm pretty sure, fun fact... Pretty sure Lost Boys was the first movie I fat to. Fun facts with Lucy Fur. That explains a lot. I have issues. A lot of them. Yeah, a lot. But I love that the lead, the head vampire isn't who they thought the head vampire was. Yes. We all have a good twist. It wasn't much of a twist, but it was a twist. It was a twist enough. I love the Buffy movie. The original Buffy movie. It's not great, but I love what it led to. I haven't seen the movie, but I've seen most of the series. I've seen all of the series. I cried when the series finished. And I've heard rumours that they're apparently doing a one-off episode thing. What do you think about that? I don't know. I've kind of always been intrigued what happened. If you haven't seen the end of the Buffy, turn off now. So, now that all those people have gone, when the bus drives off into the sunset with all the new Slayers, where where do they end up? (gasps) Because the Hellmouth closed in, and Willow did the spell that created, that made all the potential Slayers become a Slayer. So a busload of girls went off. But what happened to all the other potential slayers who became a slayer around the world? Because it yeah. shows like little girls doing better. I kind of intrigued to know what happened after that. But I kind of don't want to know an answer. Yeah. They will either really bring it back and knock it out of the park and rekindle Buffy entirely, or they'll kill it. Yeah. So it's going to be one one or the other, and I really hope it's the former, not the latter. What what other vampire movies do you love? Or books? Or TV series? Underworld was alright eh. for the first movie. Eh. Um, I feel it was too much CGI. Yeah. And too much vampires versus werewolves. And it's never really a clear explanation why they hate each other. Yeah, no. The backstory kind of into the war between werewolf and vampire was very, very pleasant. It's very very odd. Didn't really tickle me fancy. Float me goat. <laughs> Not much floats your goat these days. No. Not much does. Damn you. Damn you, Corona, and damn you, kids who killed it. Oh, it. 
We all float down here. We all float. <laughs> he's kind of a vampire I guess but they never really like lump what? him into anything no it is just it who came from space Yeah. so it is an, an alien, alien. <laughs> or is it or is it it's it it fucking doesn't live by the rules mm-hmm. there are rules <laughs> no I was going to say, when did we start living by rules? I don't remember agreeing to these rules or signing a contract for 2020. No. So, my terms and conditions have been violated. 2020, I want everything you've done to be reneged. We're coming for you with the biggest AVO you've ever seen in your life. With the massive Karens behind us. We'll round up all the Karens. You want to team up with the Karens? If they're taking down 2020... Uh, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. There, yes. Nice. I mean, Karens, when they're on mass, can have power. Not good power, but power. Power is power. <laughs> in the word, in the style of Cersei Lannister. Power is power. Basically. I mean, there's so many vampire things I love. What else do you love about that? I love the romanticism behind the original vampire story by Bram Stoker and Dracula. Yeah. That subtle gothic penetrating with the fangs into the neck. I love that. But I do love a lot of the modern takes of vampires and things like that. Such as? So, I doubt... Some people would have heard of the series now because I think it's, it is a TV series. I have watched part of it, but it was too different to the books. A Discovery of Witches by Deborah Harkness. Doesn't sound familiar to me. So I know that HBO has developed a series, but from the first few episodes that I watched, it was nowhere anything like the books, so I had to stop watching them. But in that, basically the vampires can come out in daylight, mm-hmm. walk around, Act like humans, seem like humans. Their hearts still beat, just not as often. They don't need to breathe. They can eat certain human foods. Okay. They can't do other things, and there's a lot of others. And I, I can do spoilers, but I know apparently season two is coming out soon. Their parts is fun. Yeah, this is true. I mean, there's. And I think vampires are just inherently queer. Definitely. Like, even way back from, like, Dracula. Dracula had sex with men and women. Well, vampire sex. Like, when the teeth breaks and penetrates the skin. Mm. Because if their heart isn't pumping, they can't get a heart on. Yeah, this is true. But, like, he would have balls and have orgies with men and women. Yeah. Just penetrate their skin. And I mean, look at Camilla, the story of Camilla by Lee Fanu. Like, that's from 1870-something or other. And she basically feeds on a young girl's breasts and masturbates her under the bedsheets. Ooh, how risque. Yeah. Like, here, I'll read you a passage from it. Okay. So, placed, she placed her pretty arms about Laura's neck, draw me to her, and lay her cheek to mine. Murmur with her lips near my ear, Dearest, your little heart is wounded. Think me not cruel, because I, I obey the irresistible law of my strength and weakness. If your dear heart is wounded, my wild heart bleeds with yours. And when she spoke with such a rhapsody, she would press me more closely in her trembling embrace, and her lips' soft kisses gently blow upon mine cheeks. Wow. How is that not fucking... Lesbian come on talk. I'm not going to debate that. Like, for 1870, a woman kissing another woman in a loving embrace. That's, that's... That's very queer. Before it's time. Like, well, you got to think the Victorians started embracing a change in gender roles a little bit. Yeah. Like, women weren't starting to be seen as these weak and fragile things. They were starting to be seen that they could 
become doctors and things like that. It wasn't common, but it was happening, and that's when you start seeing something like the feminist movements and things like that. Yeah. But then you go into like the early movies, like the 19 phase, and now you've got Dracula's daughter. Have you ever watched it? I have not. I'll find it for you. I know it's on YouTube somewhere. So basically, a Hungarian countess, the Leska, I think her name is, she comes to London and Von Helsing, not Van Helsing, Dr. Von Helsing, is concerned because he was in Dracula. So this is a sequel to Dracula. So Von Helsing discovered the body of Renfield and Dracula, and he states Dracula in the heart. Remember that? Yes. So when he does that, Scotland Yard appears and Von Helsing gets charged with murder of Dracula. Somehow Zaleska convinces the police officers to steal Dracula's body. Dracula is her father. She's one of the daughters of Dracula. But she doesn't want to be a vampire anymore, so she figures if she can burn the body of Dracula in a pyre that she can then cure herself of vampirism. She does this, but it doesn't happen. So, long story short, there's a lot of stuff in between where she gets, like, a girl called Lilith and things, Lilith, Lilith or Lily or something like that, and she, like, kind of courts her and has a very long painting and embrace, and when they were filming, they were worried they were going to get too lesbianic, so they had to, like, tone it down a bit. So, she then kidnaps a man called Dr. Garth's girlfriend such as secretary and he's a psychiatrist. Yeah. And she kind of he kind of figures out that the blood loss is more of an obsession thing. It's not like a vampire. Yeah. Like not mythical. Yeah. She doesn't need the blood to sustain herself, but the blood loss is what she needs. Yeah. But anyway, she steals his girlfriend Janet, I think it is. Anyway, and she basically hypnotizes her with this magic ring. And this ring basically is what she uses to hypnotize people, because you know how in vampire stories, the gays would hypnotize. Well, in this case, it's the ring that hypnotizes her. So she's got a bit of extra special bling bling. Bling bling. Anyway, during all this process, there's Sandor, her assistant, has been helping her find people to feed on and all this crap. His name is important for later on. Anyway, she takes Janet off to Transylvania. Garth then follows them to Transylvania, where the Countess learns that she can't be cured of her vampirism and the bloodlust. So she makes a deal with Garth, and it basically is Janet can live if you live with me forever as my eternal love slave here in the castle. Ah. You know, your dream. An eternal love slave. Oh, yeah. So he agrees to this, and just as she's about to bite down on Garth's neck, Sandor shoots a stake through her heart. And he then turns the stake onto Garth to do it to him. But before he can kill Garth with the crossbow thingy, Scotland Yard breaks in. Yeah. So Scotland Yard's followed them to Transylvania. Yeah. Just keep that. Yeah. Yeah. And kill Sandor. And the end. That's the end. Oh, well, Janet and Garth kiss. You know, boy gets girl. It's that boy meets girl, boy gets girl, boy loses girl, boy gets girl back. You know, the classic Hollywood movie crap that... But the lesbian kiss scene in it was very risque for, like, the 1930s. Like, the woman-on-woman... Action. Yeah. You know, wet ass pussy, in the words of whatever her name is. (laughs) Cardi B. That's it. See, I don't know this fucking shit. I only know because you showed me the music video. And I don't get stoned or anything, but I felt fucking stoned watching that video clip. But in all honesty, though, if you need a bucket and a mop for your pussy and not to clean up a crime scene, I think you're losing too much fluid. And see a doctor. I hope she got some hydrolyte after that. Because in summer, you will dehydrate so quick. 
like, you know, you can dehydrate from the pussy like that. Definitely. Like, if they say there's a vampire for every fluid in the body, I wonder what vampire Cardi B needs. A wet-ass pussy vampire? <laughs> a vagpire. I'm here to suck your vaginal juice. Ah, ah, ah. I want to suck your tampon. I want to suck your tampon. <laughs> oh, that makes me think of all the memes that used to go around of Edward having Bella tampon tea, remember? Digging through all the trash on the early days of MySpace and Facebook. Look, I can't pick just one vampire that I love. It's definitely a hard decision to make. Like, I kind of feel like Buffy, trying to pick between Spike and Angel. For me, easy pick. It's definitely an easy pick. Spike, all the way. A hundred percent. Leather, bad boy. British accent, I will sacrifice himself so that I can live. So, I have no complaints here. Yeah. As that, or like, the little subdued schoolboy. Yeah. Mm. Who feels bad? Oh, no. Oh, I've got to rub a blood bank to be able to live. Oh. oh. I fucked an angel and now I have a baby. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh. I wonder what everyone else likes. Do they like Spike? Or Angel. Go to our Instagram, drag to hell, and vote. Let us know who you all like. Be interesting to see. Which, yeah, it, w- it would be. Be interesting. Show us your votes. Well, I think we should go now. Yeah, crawl back to the crypt. Yeah, go back to the ocean. I'm starting to dry out here a bit. You see me. Sea witch. I'm a sea thing. <laughs> a creature from the depths of the ocean. <laughs> Look, I don't know where I came from. They found an egg, I hatched, and here I am. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, you, they tried to eradicate when you were born. Look at look at you. <laughs> Sadly they failed. <laughs> they always fail. But you know where everyone can find us? On our Instagram. And Facebook. And Twitter. On Drag to Hell. Pretty easy. Simple as that. But, kids, there's always one thing you got to remember to do. Drink, Drink the, the Kool-Aid! Kool-Aid.